0: Welcome to the podcast of tomorrow.
1: Unbelievable. I am Lindsay Wilson. This is a Futurama podcast. We are here today to talk about season one, episode nine Hell is Other Robots. But before all that, I'd like to introduce my co host, Alex Koontz. Alex, how the hell are you?
2: Hello, I'm good. I feel like I should be saying something interesting here, but we just need to get on to our guest because that opening, everyone is just (laughs) too excited to hear him. So let's go ahead and welcome Jeremy back in.
0: Jeremy, welcome hello it's so good to be back down in the infernal abyss with you too are we ready to talk about jean paul sartre and hell as other people and his play no exit is that what this oh is going to be about Because that's, that's why all you're my here. prep work
2: whatever direction you want to take this
0: as homer simpson says Camus will do but sartre is smart oh wait that was already <laughs>
1: That makes more sense. Honestly, yeah. this is incredible. Famously, Jeremy, you and I only speak on podcasts. So how have you been since the last time we talked, like a year ago? You,
0: yeah, it was I'm well. Lindsay, how are you? I hear that your hair is graying at an alarming rate. <laughs> I trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> remember last What's time that? we
1: complained about our flaws and someone made an iconic cartoon for
0: us, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Who was that guy who gave me like a lot of hair?
2: <laughs> sean oh sean. Yeah, sean
0: bless it, sean and alex did he make you bald
2: yeah he made me bald i forget what he did for you did he just increase the your amount of hair or did you have any flaws
0: <laughs> i honestly think he pretty accurately represented my hair <laughs> i i was happy and i sometimes when i was like feeling weird about my hair as i do i looked at it and went no you have hair the cartoon says yeah you have
2: hair. <laughs> Look at that cartoon compared to that Alex cartoon.
1: <laughs> Jeremy, you haven't talked about your Futurama experience on pod, obviously, because we used to do the Simpsons. So what is your Futurama origin story?
0: Ah, uh, don't really have one. All I remember is that we were insufferable about the Simpsons. And at a certain <laughs> point, it kind of organically we became insufferable about Futurama to the point where we alienated our mutual friends because Mm -hmm. we would exclude them from conversations because they weren't able to do the like, You have sea lions on land? Yeah. Call them land sea lions. I tame them. Or what was the one you guys just did with The Octopus
1: and the Grasshopper?
0: Oh, yes, 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 yes. Like, is any of this getting through to you? Yeah. The
1: nagging grasshopper.
0: I think, I think also part of that bit was that I was not as conscientious a student as you, and I would Mm -hmm. often sort of mock you for caring as much. Yes, (laughs) because you were gonna get a race car. You were the nagging grasshopper, and I was the octopus who was getting the race car
2: as i recall that's right that's right yeah and why why this episode in particular obviously we have singing we have the robot devil but but why did you feel Lindsay, like this was the episode for jeremy that's why
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, i also think if she had to choose one she wouldn't have chosen this one but she wanted me on sooner rather than later (laughs) <laughs> I think the devil's hands are idle playthings are, are, is really my signature episode, but mm-hmm. I mean, or one that Lindsay and I both really love, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm happy. ages to be from now. <laughs> yes. We don't want to wait till what season five or mm-hmm. season three, I don't
1: it's like the season. I don't... It's, the, it's the
2: finale of the original run.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right.
2: Well, I I wanted to say before we got get started, Lindsay, I have a bone to pick with you because much to my you? chagrin, <laughs> as I was opening up Hulu to go watch this episode, I noticed it was the season finale of season one. And there was no mention of let's go watch paperback hero Hugh no! his first film.
1: Here's the thing, and okay, so let's talk about this now because we got an email about this. So
2: yeah, there oh, is a wow, I didn't prod- see
1: that. production lineup and a broadcast lineup for the episodes. And so Disney Plus in Canada has them in production order, where there are 13 episodes in season one. Apparently, Hulu has them in broadcast order, which means that there are nine episodes in season one. Or maybe I have that backwards. Either way, the point is Fry and the Slurm Factory, which is episode 13, is what is considered the end of season one in
2: my Disney Plus. Okay, in Canada. (laughs) Maybe we'll have to do with- Wait a minute, Lindsay! (laughs) Lindsay! Mm -hmm. no
0: the no hell is other robots is is the end of season one on my disney plus and i'm canadian
2: oh let me check listen if we watch paperback hero you can't even i I was downloading a vpn to try to find it you like can't purchase purchase it in the united states you can only get it in australia i wasn't able to find (laughs) a way to to watch this movie because i was like oh my god i need to like send Lindsay a a legal link to paperback hero to annoy her
1: okay hold on sorry Breaking news. Okay, so you are right. Disney Plus, season episode nine is the finale. And -hmm. then in the production order, Mm -hmm. Fry and the Slurm Factory is the season finale. So we need to make a decision here because we got an email about this, which I will read to you. And it says, this is from Alex, a different Alex, but a horse girl. Sure, a different Alex. (laughs) (laughs) And Alex says, first of all, loving the podcast so far. Pod of Tomorrow will definitely become my favorite podcast once BoJack HorsePod ends. So we love that. And then. Oh, we got some carryover I'm looking, fans. looking
2: forward to the death mm. of Bojack Horseman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex said, I wanted to write in and ask if you had discussed at all the two different orders of the show. Fox aired a lot of episodes out of order starting in season two, which resulted in both a broadcast order and a production order. It doesn't change the show much, but there are instances within season five episodes being played in the middle of season three, or the fact that season one is actually 13 episodes long instead of nine, random stuff like that, which could possibly affect someone's viewing of the show. This was a big deal in the last Futurama podcast I listened to, so I was wondering if this was a topic of discussion
2: for you guys, Alex. (laughs) LOL okay so that is either season two episode one or season one episode 10 so you know what the dvds DVDs did
1: yes so the dvd did 13 episodes in
0: season
2: one. okay that's compelling
0: I say who cares and all of it's stupid and just do whatever you want to do well I love that
2: (laughs) that is good and that does give me two weeks to continue banging the drum for the Hugh Jackman podcast That's right. Give it up It looks
1: looks to me as though these are all in the same order.
2: Yeah, different delineations between seasons. Yeah, exactly. I think I think D V D order is is the true canon where it's like disney plus is taking out you know stark raving dad disney plus is like moving stuff around i think i think dvds is is like the source of truth Lindsay, do you have any sense of what the controversy about this is like are there why do people care like (laughs) jeremy doesn't
0: (laughs) yeah well i just think it's such pedantry and i mean aren't these shows supposed to be fun like why does it always have to be like this? are we to believe that's some sort of magic xylophone i, I hope someone fired for that blunder like i mean i guess ah oh, fine it's fine this people like with the thing the people you got to play to your audience
2: it's something I'm to sure. talk about
1: honestly no one's going to be watching it on dvds i feel like they're going to be watching it on disney plus
2: or hulu that's true that's fair
1: fine. all right so in that case so we will record this one and then next week we will put out some stupid Hugh Jackman podcast. And then <laughs> we will do Jackman a Jackman play to remember. <laughs> yeah, Jackman on. <laughs> Jacking on. It's so relevant. My God.
0: <laughs> and Alice gets like addicted and he's gets bloodshot eyes from watching too many Hugh Jackman <laughs> movies. And then he has to find religion. And then he's just like hugging you, going, Lindsay, you're my friend.
2: It's gonna be great. I wanted to do the Hugh Jackman podcast instead of Futurama. <laughs>
1: I have no interest in tracking down this paperback
2: writer or whatever. Oh, I'm so much more interested in that than X-Men, because it's like, <laughs> what a what a weird, like, antique that we'll be able to find.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I, you know what? I'm kind of with Alex Koontz on this. I It is like a quixotic quest, and maybe Hugh Jackman will be tickled. Wouldn't it be yeah. to catch the eye of that... <laughs> charming Oce- o- man of Oceania or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I think if I were Hugh Jackman, I would be t- I would be flattered. Yeah. Okay. Well, Alex, you're a <laughs> I'll, I'll hunt
2: it down. I'll hunt it down. It's my, yeah, it's my job.
1: If you don't find it, we're watching X-Men. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Hugh Jackman, if you listen to this in the future, once this, we like catch your, catch your ear, why is your upper body so much more muscular than your small lower body? Like, <laughs> He's skipping
1: leg
2: day.
0: Yeah, he's skipping leg. Wolver- he's dancing, though. He dances. Shouldn't he have he... strong, muscular legs? Triple threat. One of
2: my Hugh Jackman takes is also that he has too much face. If you look at his head, <laughs> too much of it is his face.
1: I think that You're is... You're never going to get him like this. He's an extremely <laughs> handsome man, how dare you? And
0: I, I think what you'll notice with movie stars, Alex, is because it is a very facial medium, you want yeah. a lot of face. You want a big canvas.
2: I I mean, I'm spoiling all my Hugh Jackman takes on this random episode, (laughs) but I noticed this in Les Mis, which is very famous for being right up in their face, too. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And there's a whole thing about how movie stars have like really big heads because it's a it's a it's a facial thing. How dare you condemn Hugh Jackman for the very (laughs) gifts that made him a star?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Well, this is officially the longest intro we've ever had. But next week, we will rectify this by watching something featuring Hugh Jackman. Alex, save all your takes. And in the meantime, (laughs) Season 1, Episode 9, the finale of Season 1 for our purposes, Hell is Other Robots. And no cold open here, Alex. I mentioned that I thought that we had had our last cold open, and it seems like we did.
2: Thank goodness. We hated the cold cold opens. We're glad they're gone. Jeremy, did you ever uh, have you been watching these episodes with us or have you just been enjoying reminiscing with the podcast?
0: Uh, You know what? This is probably not good for your podcast, but I've been (laughs) rewatching them and finding I'm just tired of them from I watch them so many times and I don't think they're funny anymore. However, (laughs) however, I'm not I don't think they're bad. They just don't surprise me. And mm. so I've been watching episodes that were sort of like lesser episodes in later seasons and enjoying them mm. more because I didn't, I wasn't, I'm not overexposed to them, you know, it's the stairway yeah. to heaven effect.
2: Did you get that at all with The Simpsons when you were going back and watching Simpsons episodes?
0: You know, no, I didn't. I actually, th- I mean, a little bit, but I think Simpsons is, I have had this thought that, you know, Simpsons might just be a better, more layered show because there's a lot of jokes in The Simpsons that I didn't remember, whereas Futurama, And it could just because Lindsay was so insufferable in high school, but I felt like I knew every joke beat for beat.
1: Mm -hmm. I can't remember what we wanted to ask Jeremy, Alex. I remember I made some comment. you were like, we'll have to get Jeremy on to confirm or deny Hmm. this like one room schoolhouse style comment I had made.
0: Oh, I meant to file that away because I do listen to your
2: podcast, but I don't like take notes or anything well that would be unhinged behavior (laughs) perhaps we can go ask someone in the in the supermarket it was subjected to the podcast as Jeremy was walking through
0: yeah I that's how little I care is about other
2: people (laughs) that's like inexcusable behavior I'm walking
0: around a supermarket listening to a podcast with no earphones and it's just my phone speaker and I don't care I I just think maybe they think I'm like one of those you know how there's always some weird guy at the library and he's like talking on the phone and he has them on
2: speakerphone? You want to be I, that guy though? You, yeah, you i like,
0: Alex, I have that energy. I don't have internet. I have to go to my workplace. Like I am a strange man. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, just a little bit. I think for our 100th review, Lindsay and I will buy Jeremy a month of internet access for his home. All right? Oh my God.
0: I just don't like waiting for the guy to come. That's the obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
2: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, I spend mm-hmm. $500 a month on my phone bill because of my lack of internet. This is unforgivable. <laughs> I know. My brother regularly sends me just reminders by text. This is your reminder to get a da- unlimited data plan. Yeah. True. That would be cheaper. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a lot of solutions to my problems. Oh, God. All right. Well, I'm going to start doing that too. <laughs> it won't work. if It only incenses me. We can just start again. Do you, do you want to start again?
1: <laughs> no, this is great. Intro text on this one. Condemned by the Space Pope. I like this a lot. It's a good mm, line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, Jeremy, I, as you are a listener, did you happen to participate in our segment where we guess what the cartoon featured on the billboard is?
0: Wasn't it very obviously Betty Boop this time?
1: Boop Corner. Boop yeah, Corner. I, I,
0: Boop, there I, it is. Boop. You should have like a, <laughs> thing, like a musical thing where it says that.
1: Boop, there it is. I'm glad we got it isolated because that's the drought yeah. going forward. there
0: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, we go. I I wrote down Boop Nation.
1: Oh, incredible! <laughs> I wrote Boop Corner, baby. So I looked at the Wikipedia. This is called Betty Boop and Grampy, and this is the first appearance of Grampy ever, but his More second grampy. on this podcast.
0: I was going yeah. to say I just heard you talking about what is his full name, Professor Grandpa? And-
1: Professor Grampy, I think, but Alex called him light by idea man. And that is what he shall be forever.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so whimsical and childlike of you, Alex. I must have missed yeah. that when I was walking through produce.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> A shapely tomato must have caught my
2: eye. <laughs> what do you think their fascination with Boop is? Why are they doing this so much? Like, is I don't it, know at easy rights or like probably. yeah, yeah I, I honestly,
1: on. like have no idea, and I think that there is absolutely no way I would ever ever have noticed that this was a recurring <laughs> thing where they were so into Boop corner at the beginning. But like Carolyn, who also listens to both podcasts, wrote in and they were saying like, so happy you're doing my segments. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, <laughs> it's adding a lot. <laughs> so yeah, the episode opens up. We're at a Beastie Boys concert. And I will say that it was truly surreal. I watch all these episodes famously on 1.5 speed, just to knock them out real quick, because I've seen this so many times. And the <laughs> Beastie Boys on 1.5x is truly something
2: Yeah, I famously don't like music, and I most associate Beastie Boys with the 2009 Star Trek by J.J. Abrams when when Kirk is like, yeah, (laughs) when Kirk is like driving through the cornfield listening to the Beastie Boys. Wait, wait, wait. You know. Wait,
0: wait. Wait, did you say you famously don't like music?
2: Yeah, (laughs) I I don't care for it.
0: Did I used to know that about you?
2: I don't know. I can't imagine that you're going to be thrilled with that.
0: Well, I just, no, I just, you know, that makes sense. I always felt like there was something missing about you. Something... (laughs) It's like a little piece of your soul that just isn't there
2: I feel like you just don't care about it like we've discussed we've I th- we've probably discussed this before but I I think I've come to the conclusion it's because there's like no narrative structure to a song even songs that have like a narrative structure i I really love movie music because I can like sit there and think like oh this is what's happening in the movie right now as like this music is happening but if it's like a three minute song I'm like what what are what's happening what are we talking about what's like the plot and yeah, I don't care for it.
0: You're so like utilitarian about music. <laughs> <It's> very literal. <laughs> the, and, and and the and the the beauty of music is that it does not have to serve a purpose. It's yeah. purely additive. It's not supposed to like put food on the table. You know. Well, but I I
2: think I struggle <laughs> with like I'm not a poetry guy, right? Where, like mm. maybe those are those are like slightly equivalent. Where it's like oh, like what's the what's the substance here? I get lost if it's all just like a, ephemeral.
0: Hmm. yeah there's something strange about you (laughs) (laughs)
2: alex
0: oh my god you seem like a nice fellow so i'm gonna just assume you know it's nothing other positive qualities (laughs) no yes i i i I won't i just sinister (laughs) it's not like anything that makes you a bad person it's just you know a a shortcoming that you have Jeremy,
1: what's your Beastie Boys knowledge slash It's not
0: great. It's mostly our friend Sarah would make me Mm -hmm. listen to like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's actually all Futurama oriented for the most part. Yes, Uh, me too. Sabotage specifically. And then there was a popular book like Paul's Boutique or something. Or is that an album? But anyway, there was a book at the bookstore about Beastie Boys too that was popular for a minute as well. But no, we are not a good, this is not a good Beastie Boys segment at all.
1: Well, and wasn't there like a brief moment where there was someone covering Beastie Boys songs for children?
0: Interesting. I'm sure. But uh, yeah. that does not fall under my purview, Lindsay. Yeah. Mm, As I was fine. watching
2: the scene, I was comparing it to Aerosmith in Flaming Moe's. And I was thinking mm. about which one is a more iconic m- musical guest appearance. And it's got to be like Flaming Moe's. What? Oh, definitely.
0: Aerosmith seems yeah. inessential to me
2: on that, on that episode. I don't know. That seems way bigger to me. Yeah, I feel I, like that's like one of the things I think about when I hear Aerosmith is is O Flaming Moes.
1: Really? Plus I feel like we get a better sense of their actual performance rather than this one's like sabotage.
0: Sabotage. Really,
1: yeah. But anyway, the point is Fry's super into this, and afterwards they meet up with Bender's buddy Fender, who is like an amp or something, and they go to this party and Bender tries jacking on for the
0: first time. Wait, wait. But you do appreciate the Fender joke, right? That he's... I do, yes. It's like a guitar. Yeah. Okay, you just seem so <laughs> mystified by like, he's an amp or something. It sounded like you were like, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Okay, go on.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. No, I got it. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's gentle comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rhymes with As Fender also.
2: I feel like this is opening myself up to more like scrutiny and uh, investigation, but I've been to one concert in my life.
1: One?
0: Who was it? <laughs> I, yeah, who'd
2: you see? It, wa- it was, it, is his name Jeff Fogarty? It's the, the lead <laughs> singer from Creed Clearwater Revival. I went with my friend Jeff in, Jeff and Jeff's dad in 8th grade
0: outside, outside the
2: Pepsi outside the Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado. And
0: it was, oh and, and it wasn't CC, like, and you No, it was just and... Jeff. Isn't it John Fogarty also? It's is it? John oh, Fogarty.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry, it's, sorry.
0: First of all, it's John. <laughs> Eddie, you uh put me in coach i'm ready to he play he did yeah
2: we love that one today. Great song, class. <laughs> yeah and i felt you know that i don't need to go to more concerts it's fine
1: <laughs> it's funny because i care not at all about like being up to date on music but the songs that i do like i like a lot yeah
0: yeah, Lindsay's like, have you guys heard of Rumors by Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a little-known album that I'm quite <laughs> partial to. Yes. Oh, God. Anyway, all right. So, yes, Bender gets into this for the first time, and he's like, oh, like, I don't have an addictive personality, but also, like, I heard that abusing electricity is, like, against my operations manual or something. Isn't
0: it counterindicated by my, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. counterindicated by my user manual, and then they're like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, so he's just like instantly
2: super addicted. Yes, one of the classic like drug trip montages of uh, floating through space, the electric eel eating electric. The electric eel kind of is so uh,
0: good; it's so
2: iconic. well
1: done.
0: Yeah, yeah, very good. Props to the animators.
1: I do like this part. They go to this like bad neighborhood, and Bender is like, "I'm just gonna be a minute," and he goes in somewhere, and Fry is just whistling nonchalantly for
0: three hours. <laughs> Yeah, I do like that he's very unconcerned by how long Bender's been gone. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, like, had a friend, Alex, where they said, I'm just going to go in somewhere, or I'm just going to, and you're waiting outside
2: feeling like an idiot? I'm sure that's happened, and I'm sure I would be very uncomfortable in that situation.
0: Yeah, you don't seem like the cool guy that went into the place. You seem like the No, guy certainly not. No.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I was gonna ask if you've ever abused drugs, Jeremy. So
0: <laughs> have <laughs> I abused drugs? No. No, I haven't. Yeah. I don't really want to mess with my chemistry anymore because I I, I struggle to adjust to to real life as it is. And right. I I just think I don't need it. I don't need it. Jerry, I'm just high frequenting on life. the
1: St. John Opium dens. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, honestly, maybe I should get addicted to drugs or something, yeah. but I
1: don't think you need that. Yeah, we're okay.
0: No. Okay. Yeah, you're already spending
1: five hundred dollars a month on data plans.
0: Yeah. Um... I... <laughs> that is my true addiction. My one vice. Yeah. One indeed. true addiction
2: is a uh, is a cellular network. I'm
0: addicted to <laughs> overages, baby.
1: <laughs> Ooh, just love that. See at the end of the month, just exactly how much I spent. <laughs> oh god. There is a brief moment here where the robot priest shows up and tries to sermonize at Bender. He's like, Uh, eh, do I uh, preach at you while you're lying stoned in the gutter? And then he gets Fry to drag him to work, which I
2: assume would be hard because I feel like Bender's very heavy. Yeah, the, the priest giving out the good book 3.0 on a little floppy disk. Yes,
0: <laughs> I like that. That was yeah, cute. I that was cute. A little gentle humor there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How dare you? I like in this episode, there's like a running thing of Hermes keeps com- and he does it obviously throughout the series. But like we get it at least twice in this episode where Hermes goes something green snake in some relation to a sugar cane. And he's like, our electric bills climb faster than a green snake of a sugar cane. And <laughs> <Got it. laughs> we previously saw an episode where he was like blaming Zoidberg for the water usage. And now he's being like, I assume it's your fault for using our electricity as well. <laughs>
2: Well, and he strips Zoidberg of his salt like salt water bath tank or something yeah. like that.
1: <laughs> this is a witch hunt. Yeah, so, But yeah, so Leela assumes that Bender is abusing electricity. So it really all comes crashing down when they go to the mob planet and Bender is seemingly in withdrawal and he steers the ship into an electrical disturbance and almost kills everyone.
2: I, I kind of appreciate that they had the... They had like the outlines of a joke for the Maw Planet. They call it Sicily Eight. It's the the Maw Planet that they're delivering subpoenas to. But then, like they clear, they don't want to like go further into that, and so they just like make it a two second joke and then are out of there.
1: Yeah, and then they're just like, well, anyway, we're done now, and Big Benny gave me the kiss of death.
2: He used his tongue a little.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do like just the way he said it, like, no, I still think he's... I don't know. It was was non-judgmental, but yeah. Yeah, There's Billy West has such great line readings. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Everyone sort of confronts Bender about it, and he goes to the robot church, Temple of Robotology or whatever, and initially he just goes to steal their electricity, but ultimately he
0: gets... Saved. Oh, I love it! Was like I see a lot of fancy robots the other day. Made of real shiny metal, but that don't impress the robot devil, no sir. And he's gonna download you straight to robot hell, straight to hell. <laughs> so I ask you, who will stand up and be saved?
2: Who? Who?
0: And then Bender crashes through, and he's just like Me.
2: Truly, an unbelievable talent to know the episode that well and also be able to do it. well I
0: didn't remember a bunch of stuff she said too so I don't know there's blank spots I couldn't remember what Fry said about like what the mobster and like something about I know he said he was giving me the kiss of death I don't really remember exactly what
1: said. I still think he was gay yeah I also really like so he comes in the next day after being saved and he's like I found religion and Fry's reaction to your point Jeremy about the great line reads he goes is this just another scam to get free yarmulkes
0: (laughs) (laughs) I also love that anyone would I love that Bender wanted free yarmulkes for some reason. Badly
1: enough <laughs> yeah, to start a scam. A scam. <laughs> is yeah, it yeah.
0: is it a business thing? Is it a, like a is he selling the yarmulkes?
1: Yeah, or did he just want one for his own use? Yeah.
0: There's a there's <laughs> this little boy that comes in the store a lot, and oh, wow. he he quote unquote writes me books, and so he'll just do like the dog, and he'll say this is five bucks, and he'll be like, print <laughs> this book for me, and I'd be like, I don't have a like a printer, so anyway, I bought. <laughs> The, I thought I would encourage the kid, and I bought one of his books at the uh, full price because he has some markdowns as well that he crosses out the price and puts a lower price, and he's like five or six years old, and he used the money to buy a product from the store, and then it was a ball in a box, and then he tried to sell the box <laughs> to me. He's like, I'll, a real uh, entrepreneur. He's yeah. like, if you want this box, it, it'll cost <laughs> you five bucks, and I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that, man. But he's like this is like this yeah he's like it's basically the same material as my story because i'm just giving you paper and this is like paper and i'm like i don't buy it for the components it's for the content you (laughs) idiots Anyway, uh. it just happened today, <laughs> so it's fresh in my mind. Very
1: good, very good. So they all go to Elzar's because Bender's a new man now, and he's like and then he's being just inseparable. He's like, No poison for us thanks. And friends <laughs> Yes, does his exceedingly long robot grace. He tries to give everyone hugs, says so let's tear down some emotional walls. And this is where we get the other thing from Hermes where he's like, I'm hungrier than a green snake in a sugarcane field. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lindsay, do you think you'd get get along better with Jerkass Bender or Religious ze- Zealot Bender?
1: Oh my god, this is a very good question. I mean, probably the annoying Religious Zealot, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. Or
2: shame. How about you, Alex Junes? I think I would be frustrated with the Religious Zealot in the ways that they're trying to make mm. him frustrating. And I don't know if he's like that damaging as Jerkass Bender, other than like drinking heavily. But if he's not like an abusive, awful person while drinking That's heavily, fair. I think I can probably handle that.
1: That's a great point. I think, yeah, because they do say they're like, "Oh, we like didn't get mad at you with your like gambling or your pornography ring." In fact, that's why we loved you, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> I feel like the thing for me would be to mess with religious bender and just try mm. to slowly pick apart his religion and break him down. <laughs> just, I, I think you you're saying like, who would I like them? Would I like them? I think you could work. I think I could. You make... You have a mission. I think I could make religious bender lapse and then. Yeah, I think that would be more fun. You know, and this is sort of how I, I think with dating too, I find religious people and try to take away their beliefs. <laughs> Aaron, if you're out there, I'm sorry. Famously, she didn't like The Simpsons, and that was almost a harder gulf to bridge.
1: Yeah, it turns out she loves Futurama and listens to this every week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I asked her out with a message in a bottle, written from oh, a wow. fictional character asking for me, and that works. <laughs>
2: Of course it worked. How did you construct the message in a bottle? Like, you wrote it on a scroll and then rolled it up and put it in the bottle? Yeah, and I
0: put it in a little bottle. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. It's not that complicated, Alex.
2: How'd she get it out? Did you have to smash the bottle?
0: Honestly, I never asked.
2: (laughs) She didn't
0: open it in front of me. I mailed it to her.
1: Okay, so they try to break Bender, much like Jeremy tries to break people, and they do that by saying oh we have a delivery in atlantic city and they just chuck some trash in a mailbox and then they're like all right let's get bender back amongst some strippers and drinking and stuff
2: yeah Yeah. i went to atlantic city within the past two years or so and it's pretty gross
0: (laughs) what is it like vegas like what i is i don't understand new
2: jersey right it's in new jersey i've only been to vegas as like a 12 year old and so i can't really compare it but i think it's grosser it seems like just a bunch of casinos along a boardwalk there's like carnival rides are like an aspect of it you know like Like
0: carney vegas
2: yeah it's carney vegas that's exactly it
1: i really like the line hey sailing unit
0: oh (laughs) i I laughed at that i did laugh at that (laughs) i like all the unit jokes
2: we've kind of skipped over this but when bender is asking for hugs i like how insistent he is for a hug from fry and saying fry you're my friend
1: yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so unsettling. <laughs> yes. So, Bender throws away his, what do we call that thing? His like emblem or whatever
2: <laughs> from mm-hmm.
1: robotology. And while he's in a hot tub with three women, the robot devil comes and knocks him out and drags him off to hell.
2: Woo! I love the robot devil!
1: <laughs> yes, a star, an instant icon. I assume that's
0: Dan Castellaneta,
1: right? You're absolutely correct. Yes. Because oh, wow. it
0: sounds like if Homer met, like, Guy in
2: The Simpsons, that's like,
0: yes, <laughs> yes, yes, God, that guy. I had a
2: stroke. Yeah, that guy's the end of the Golden Age.
1: Let me cut to this little note here. So in the very next scene that we will, where we will see Fry and Leela trying to track down Bender by going through the Atlantic City rides or whatever, There is a spot in the Inferno ride where there are two sets of initials in a love heart, H.S. and M.B. This is a reference to Matt Groening's other hit TV show, Homer Simpson and Marge Bouvier. Coincidentally, the robot devil is voiced by Dan Castellaneta. Oh! Yeah, this is another shot at New Jersey. Who would have thought that hell is real? And in New Jersey, we've had so many of these in the first nine episodes of the show. Is
0: New New Jersey really that bad? Alex famously hates it
2: i, I mean bruce, i don't hate it i just wouldn't live there
0: bruce springsteen made a whole career out of talking about bruce. getting out of new jersey
2: i do love I, I don't like music but i do love bruce springsteen there
0: you go really well yeah mm-hmm. i guess it's not really music is it it's just <laughs> it's just like rhythmic grunting like
2: Has
0: a strong narrative structure it does i've got a strong narrative structure and i tell stories oh my god
1: yes so they go down to robot hell they find bender down there. trying to find better and this is where we get the iconic musical number from the robot devil
0: Iconic cigars are evil you won't miss them we'll find ways to simulate that smell what a sorry fella rolled up and smoked like a panatella here on level one of robot hell
1: I can hear it it's so good yeah it's incredible I really loved reliving this and it's just like an agonizing and ironic torture so every sin that he has committed they have come up with some sort of torture to align with that
0: that does remind me of the Simpsons, like, ironic punishment thing with the donuts, too.
1: Yes. 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 Alex made a similar comparison. But yes, and I have in my notes here, Katie Siegel with the Katie Siegel with the actual singing talent here.
2: I wrote down hard to picture her actually singing just because I've, like, never seen her sing in anything else she, that she does.
1: Watch Pitch Perfect 2. <laughs> oh,
2: Wow. <laughs>
0: furthermore (laughs) furthermore she was a backup singer for bob dylan at first for his street legal album which is very bad and and bob was so addicted to cocaine he just screamed at them until they quit but she almost was on a bob dylan album so she was a professional singer She's so good. I really only
2: know her from, from Lost, and she does not sing in that. And I can't imagine she sings in sun, Sons of ag- Anarchy either. <laughs>
0: oh, man, when she smokes that chick with, like, the skateboard, and you see that episode, <laughs> it's like, bam, God. that's, like, the only episode I've seen, though.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do like at the end of the song when they're, like, enduring, tortures, most of a crime. Yeah course, that's just the starters. Yes, yes, exactly. And and so the Fry and Leela show up, and they are like, oh, we're going to win him back. And it turns out that he just volunteers this. He's like, because of the Fairness in Hell Act of 2275, you have the opportunity to win Bender back by beating me in a fiddle playing contest. Of course, an incredible shout out to Devil Went Down to Georgia, one of my beloved songs from my childhood.
0: I mean, I like that he actually volunteers, but he just says like, now because it's on this fiddle waiver. And then Mm -hmm. he begrudgingly admits, (laughs) oh, well, you know, there is all this. I do really, I actually haven't heard the song Devil Went Down to Georgia.
1: Pardon? You've never heard it ever?
0: Yeah. My family doesn't believe in country music. There's too much of a narrative structure
2: (laughs) with it.
1: Oh my God. Alex, do you know that song?
2: I'm sure I know of it, but I don't know. Like if I heard it, I would have. I'll say, oh yes, I've heard this a million times, but again, I don't care about music, so I can't like wait, put it to it.
0: Does it go like <laughs> he's the devil? And he went mm-hmm, on down mm-hmm. to Georgia. Devil went to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> go back to I find. I see what
1: you've done. <laughs> Going back to find. <laughs> All right, hold on. Devil went down to Georgia. I don't care. I'm holding this up for you to spend a moment listening to
0: it. <laughs> Lindsay, I try to keep a trim tight podcast with few digressions, and you are derailing. The whole enterprise. I don't care. With your (laughs) self-indulgent musical stylings because you were raised in the backwoods.
1: Quit babbling and listen to this.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll rule that I have heard parts of this song before but never sat down to listen to the whole thing.
0: I remember Charlie Daniels appeared on King of the Hill, but you guys do not watch that show, do you?
1: Yeah, I just can't believe you haven't heard it. I love this song so much. I listen to it pretty frequently, even (laughs) still. Have listened to it a lot in my childhood and always was super opposed to country music just on principle, but this one song I sure love
2: i'll have to put it in the rotation it's very like classical and jazz Of you classical, could just uh, listen, listen to it a million times yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: i do love uh, that classical gas. Yeah.
1: jeremy do, were you on the podcast where i revealed that it was my like most played song two years ago
0: <laughs> no what
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i sent i sent it to alex and i was like something has happened <laughs>
0: Alex, do you have a Spotify most played?
2: No, I, I have a Spotify account for exclusively the Ringer podcast because they went like, <laughs> exclusive on Spotify. <laughs>
1: But yes, so anyway, let's wrap this up here where Leela's like, I used to play the drums. I can probably do this. And the robot devil is, of course, incredible at playing the fiddle. Leela just like smashes him over the head with it. And then they try to escape. Ah! I I I do like the whole exchange between Fry and the robot devil where he's like, what if we lose? He's like, you only get a smaller silver fiddle. (laughs) And he also says, wouldn't a solid gold fiddle weigh hundreds of pounds and sound crummy? That's mostly
0: the show. Yes.
2: yeah i love how instantly willing fry was to sign the waiver too like he was just jumping in to sign it
1: yeah and Leela's like of course we'll do it as soon as she finds out that they're gonna kill fry and not her <laughs> yeah yeah.
0: it's like i'll yeah, also but... kill one of you uh him we'll do it yeah
1: <laughs> um, yeah so they fly off together they are really slow but as soon as they drop the fiddle on the robot devil's head they are able
0: to escape and yeah that's the end I, I do like when Leela says, like, do you think you could just be like a little bit? He's like, I don't know. Do you think you could survive an 800-foot fall or drop? Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it ends. Yeah.
1: Yes. The uh, couple things to note, I don't know if people care about the trivia parts, but as Jeremy mentioned, there's the reference to Hell is Other People from No Exit. Mm-hmm. Punishments are similar to the Divine Comedy. Uh-huh. Fairness and Hell Act. <laughs> this is all taken from the Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh. And apparently, the Church of Scientology got mad about this.
2: <laughs> really?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, robotology. And no. oh, did I mention Matt Groening's obsessed with like Warner Brothers cartoons such as Betty Boop? So, that if you want to know, <laughs> no. it's a Matt Groening. I, no. thing. I forgot to add okay. that in.
1: Okay, good, good. So, yeah, any final thoughts for this episode? We don't have any specific feedback. I already mentioned
2: uh, the other Alex who wrote in. So... Jeremy, who's your winners and loser of the episode?
0: Oh, yeah. I think the robot devil wins this episode. He steals the show and what is Mm -hmm. going to be a small cameo kind of crossover and ends up becoming one of the most enduring side characters in the whole canon.
2: Co-signed. I was right there with you. I put robot devil as the winner.
0: Well, I don't like this now that you all agree with me. I wanted to fight (laughs) against you. I think it's Fender. Man, he just <laughs> leapt off the
1: screen and into our hearts. Well, notably I do think Bender is the loser of the episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they kind of just use him as a prop. Hmm.
2: I put the, I put Robotology was the loser that they, they lost the convert of, of Bender.
0: Uh, Bad press for Robotology.
1: Yeah, I think it's Bender just because he really goes through a lot of stuff here and ends up kind of on the shit list of the robot devil, where if he hadn't joined this religion, he would never have gotten into this, so.
0: (laughs) Well, wonderful time. Thank you so much for having me back on. Alex, what do you got coming down the pipe for us?
2: (laughs) I got more of, more of this and, and that's it all i got uh, rate and review
0: yes
1: rate and review and uh, alex predict what you think the next episode is about pretending oh. that you haven't seen it yet. yes flight so i wrote remember. this down
2: before before i went and watched a flight to remember i was like a little bit close It was like oh something historical i put amelia earhart question mark nice
1: Nice, okay, yeah. incredible. You've already watched it, so we know that you're wrong, but uh, yes. <laughs> you were kind of close. So we will record that very soon. But in the meantime, rate and review, email us pod of tomorrow at gmail.com. Send us Whatever. a message in a, bottle. Send Send
2: a, in a
0: bottle. bottle.
2: Tell us if you want more Jeremy, less Jeremy. If you want like the the, the Jeremy cut of all of the all the content week.
0: <laughs> yeah, release the Jeremy cut, you cowards. There's yeah. three more bonus hours of Jeremy content where I talk about my relationship with the Christian fundamentalists from Saskatchewan. From, and I talk about the finer points of theology. Mm-hmm.
1: on
2: patreon yes. that's that's those are the patreon yes. episodes.
0: patreon perks
1: yes it'll cost you five dollars uh you can find more of me over on bojack horse pod and i think by the time people are listening to this you can also find me on posho recaps talking about what we do in the oh. shadows so oh, uh, yeah maybe i'll watch breaking
2: that. news
1: yeah, weekly recaps over on Posture Recaps. I think episodes will be coming out on Thursday as we will be talking about season four with the incredible Grace Leader who was on Simpsons, then and now before. So friend of the pod.
0: You are obsessed with Grace. All you ever do is I talk about Grace, Grace to me. And I'm just this like. always incredible. What about me, Lindsay? What about me?
1: <laughs> I talk about you too all the time.
0: Yeah, not to me, though.
1: On this podcast quite often.
0: <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of this podcast is like when you just mention my name.
1: Our very own robot devil just leaps off the screen and into our hearts. So with that, join us next week for season two, episode one, I guess is what we're calling this, right? A Flight to Remember.
2: See you, everyone.